0: Greetings ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this latest episode of Tales Tales from Outer Outer Space, Outer Space, taken from the subreddit HFY. The links to all the stories will be down below, and as always, I hope that you enjoy. And if you do, please consider subscribing. Story number one. Writing prompt. There must be some misunderstanding. This is the punishment. Or, but I love it yeah. Or, sir, we have a problem. The subject either doesn't understand words or is immune to inhuman torture methods. Written by Ack 1308 jazz retracted his eyestalks and used his major and minor sub-manipulators to rub at the developing stress crease in his facial integument. Please, uh, if it will not kill you, repeat your description of the problem. Insurmountable crisis at hand. His unarmed underling, one of the three currently being inflicted on him, winced back under the unsettling fury of the subtle sarcasm. It's the human, it bleated, keeping all of its undertones, overtones, and infrasonics out of the trembling vocal utterance. It's refusing to acknowledge the punishment. Blue Jazz's left eye stalk popped out in hiding, followed by his right, a blatant sign of his irritated disbelief. Correct me if I'm mistaken. Don't even think about it. Punishment is to be endured, screaming or otherwise. Not given as a choice to be acknowledged. You gobbless idiot. This is not a hyperspace study, though in your case it may as well be. I've tried, whined the underling in the most unbecoming fashion. But no matter how many extra punishments I layer on top of that ugly bipedal thing, it refuses to beg, sweet, release, or for mercy. In fact, it infuriatingly pretends to enjoy them. Slither with me, Commander Bluejazz. I shall examine this irritating, obstinate human for and formulate a plan of uh, undoubtedly infallible action. He promptly off in his uncomfortable rest and set forth into the depths of the multi species prison of which he was the supreme high director. Remind me, what crime has this, um, assuredly guilty as sin being, being convicted of? It encountered a member of our most high corporate overlord caste and used its uh, hugely strong manipulator arm to strike him in the dorsal region, at the same time uttering the unspeakably insulting phrase, "'Sup, dude?' The underling cringed back as it repeated the phrase. Those two syllables had been known to get beings exiled from the system for life. The force of the aggressively assaulting blow caused the official to regurgitate his last meal. It all made sense now. Such an offense separating a member of the corporate overlord caste from his food was amongst the most heinous known of its kind. Why was it not immediately executed? On-site security attempted to do so, the underling admitted, but their salt sprayers must have been faulty, proved ineffective. So the being was taken into custody and placed under punishment as mandated by the authoritative, infallible information that we have. And you say that it's not working? They slithered into the capture space where the guards determined by eyestalk count that there was no escaped prisoners in disguise, then were let through. No, despite the fact that it should be. The underling twisted its eyestalks. As mandated, we are forcing it to spend part of its waking cycle semi-submerged in dihydrogen monoxide, and another part exposed to ultraviolet radiation of an intensity that would surely cook you or I alive. For foodstuffs, it is being forced to subsist on more dihydrogen monoxide, as well as liquids containing caffeine, as well as some containing ethanol. There is also a particularly unpleasant and undoubtedly deadly type of food called uh, pizza, and another called burgers. These have meat-based protein on them. Blue jazz shuddered, a process which took some time to complete. His eye stalks curled in on themselves. That sounded like a truly horrific punishment, and its pretending or masquerading enjoyment of this. It must surely process an unusual and unnatural threshold for pain. A thought struck him. Have you attempted to use salt, true torture, in its punishments? There is already salt involved, wailed the underling. There is a salt dissolved in the hydrogen monoxide, the ethanol sometimes comes as salt, and the pizza and burgers already have salt on them. Well, that seems to be an all encompassing and incomprehensive, mused Blue Jazz. He stretched his eye stalks to peer through the UV shielded window at the human. Clad in a scrap of cloth about the bifurcation in its body, it seemed to be reclining on a rack designed to expose it to the soft yellow white light from above, no doubt rich in UV radiation. Beneath the rack was a surface composed of silicoid grains sloping down towards a large expanse of deadly salt-infused dihydrogen monoxide. How the human could bring itself to submerge itself in that, he could not comprehend. Its survival in such case was even more remarkable. The human turned its head towards the window while its eyes were covered with dark lenses, no doubt to conceal its suffering. It drew back its lips and exposed the sharp white predator teeth in a threat display. The glass vessel containing what was no doubt a highly deadly concentration of ethanol was raised in one manipulator before the human forced itself to imbibe some. Blue Jazz had seen enough. He retreated from the window. What was that um, unsettling, aggressive gesture? He asked once they were a safe distance from the door. I suspect it was intended to convey a threat to pour the ethanol over you and rend you with its teeth, suggested the underling, looking around at sounding revolted. I real wholeheartedly, concurred Bluejazz as he flexed his eyestalks in a determined fashion. What is the next on the punishment scale? The human is a male of the species, noted the underling. At this stage of the development, it wants nothing to do with females. We will pay females for its species to wear minimal covering and associate closely with it. Perhaps then we can break its will. This made sense. Blue Jazz had been through such a stage himself. He was curious, however. Where are you getting, receiving, attaining, or gaining this revelation or awareness knowledge from? Oh, said the handling. when I contacted the human ambassador, I asked if what its species could be made to suffer. It replied in a very detailed list. Blue Jans considered this. The best way to torture a member of a species was to ask another member after all. Well done, even if it's hardly working as yet, he replied. Carry on. He set out back to his office. Richard Holt finished the last of his Mai Tai, took off his sunglasses, and got up from the falling rechina. Taking a few long strides, he dived into the water, which was pleasantly cool. The ambassador had assured him that they were working hard to spring him from the prison and get him back to Earth. As far as he was concerned, they could take their time. End of story number one. Story number two. The pagan gods watched with amusement as humanity still remembered them by naming their mightiest vessels after them long after they stopped worshipping them. When war against aliens break out, the old gods suddenly aid the humans, not wanting to last homage of them to be taken lightly. Written by Perilous Platypus Frontiersman Lucian Zan's blood flowed freely down his brow until it met his jawline. It pulled on the tip of his chin and then dipped downwards, unnoticed and unimportant. How many are we looking at? I'm getting nothing on the squid and the local. Jack Stud snorted. More than it's worth counting, he gave a hapless shrug. Only so many bullets to fire sometimes, Luke. We've gone and done what we could. Zan's eyes, watered with smoke from the fire, began to cloud the cockpit, causing the viewscreen to blur. The red blinking notification was clear enough. We didn't get a clear line. The message isn't getting out. They'll know well enough when we, the Hermes, don't report in. Sometimes shooting the messenger is a message enough. Jack yanked the release on his harness, letting some of the pressure off of his chest. Just above his breast was a small winged sandal with the name Stud emblazoned above it. Wish we'd brought bigger guns. They say that the new models got grand pulses. Lucian sighed. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be quiet out this way. Squids are supposed to be a few hundred AUs in the other direction. He slammed his heel of his hand into the panel in front of him, willing the engine back to life. They were dead in the black, their ion drives locked offline. The squids would have them tracked in soon enough. They needed a bit of luck, that or the grace of God. Zan pulled up the comms relay, funneling the last bit of power in a vain hope of getting the message out. Thor was only a hop and a skip behind them close enough to make it before the air ran out of their suits. The warships had been pulverizing everything in its path, its mass drivers inexplicably performing beyond specifications on multiple occasions. His fingers flew across the panel, the spider web of cracks ignored as he attempted to call out. The last bit of power trickled down and the lights dimming on the ship. Auxiliary's almost gone, Jack called out. Lucian ignored him, his attention focused on the little red blinking notification on read readout. Come on, you goddamned! A small flare appeared, the readout flickered for a briefest of moments to show a pair of winged sandals, and the red notification blinked and the reappeared in a cool, minty green. Son of a witch! Zan yelled out. It's out! The lights blinked out, shrouding the ship in darkness. What? Jack asked, his plexiglass helmet stored on his collar, unfurling and sheathing his head. A small, 100% number appeared at his shoulder, indicating his oxygen supply. The relay! I got a message out! Thor should have it in a few minutes! Lucian frowned at the local. Probably not enough time to save our asses, but at least home has a warning that we've got squids pounding down their back door. Captain, we've got a priority inbound from the edge. ship Hermes, distress. The comms officer swore. We've got squids, ma'am. Whole fleet of them. Hermes is disabled. Stow it and keep focused, lieutenant. Send the relay back earthward and let's get them some backup. Captain Lawless commanded, her steely gray eyes darting between the bridge crew. Captain, we don't know what we're up against. The message just said fleet of squids. Comms officer Lucas replied even as he prepared to relay the message back home. Let me worry about that, Lucas, just get us there. She sat in her command chair and her shoulders squared forward, the golden lightning bolt emblazoned on her chest, twinkling in the light. This is the Thor. We've got the hammer. Frontier's Zan and Stud had drifted back in the black abyss, the oxygen numbers on their shoulders slowly ticking down. They did not speak. Each word would simply be a wasted breath, something neither could afford. Zan's number was slightly lower than Stud's, largely on account of the difference in their size. Zan also sweated a bit more, elevating his heart rate and generally causing him to burn up what little precious time he had left. But there was hope. Somewhere in the deep space was the thaw. All they needed to do was survive long enough to see it. Not that they would know when it arrived. The view screens were dark along with the rest of the ship, and the final spurt of energy used to launch the message that might save them. After a few minutes, there was a pressure on their backs, a pressure coming against their seats. They shared a glance, each knowing the truth of it. The squids had arrived to claim their prize. They were being tracked. Zan glanced down at the oxygen patch, 57%, over an hour if he didn't do anything drastic. Not that it mattered. Their orders were clear enough, and in no circumstances were they permitted to be captured alive. The squids made a habit of trying to disarm and imprison. Initially, it was treated like any other prisoner of war situation. Even with the wrinkle that they were aliens, we took some of theirs, they took some of ours. We did not take that mistake anymore. They took more than prisoners. They drained them. Knowledge emotions, humanity. A fate far worse than death. So they came prepared. Everyone who snapped a sigil on their chest and flew for Earth knew what the stakes were. Zan and Stud would simply be the next to do their duty. Zan didn't feel any anger over it. No rage. They had fought and lost. Zan would die a warrior in the service of his home, and others would pick up where they had left off. His only regret was the dead ion drive. He'd hoped to make a bit of a bang if he shuffled off the mortal coil, but it wasn't in the cards. Zan turned to stud. Win some, lose some, right, Jack? Jack heaved a great exhale, his breath temporarily fogging up his helmet. You don't want to wait till they open up the can. Zan wagged his head in the negative. Best make a clean go, of it. neither of us wants to get hollowed out. Jack sighed. Damn shame. We got the message out. Hermes did what it needed to do. Zan paused as the tractoring stopped. Looks like they're the end of the road. It's been an honor, Jack. Zan unholstered his sidearm and began to raise it, his finger moving to curl around the trigger. An explosion. We are at 38 contacts local. One faint blinker on distress. The rest are all color mari. Comms officer Lucas called out. Sliding his view panel readout to the main screen. Looks like the Hermes has its wings clipped. They've got them on tractor. Captain Lawless took the information and then began to bark out orders. Helmsman, a intercept course with the Hermes. I want us up their rears. We'll get out and push them if we have to. That'll take us into the swarm, Captain, Lucas began. I'm capable of reading the nav charts, Lucas. Just keep me up to date with the tractor as at. Have they reacted to us yet? The Captain cut in. No, ma'am. They're holding it tight around the Hermes, Lucas replied. There's a bit of luck. She glanced at the side. Gunnery, let's drop the hammer. First body on the tractor, second on the command ship if they can pick it out. Gunnery Jacobson nodded. Honor, Captain. He pulled on the nav data on from the housemen supplemented with the firing solution. Almost immediately, the ship's lights dimmed slightly as power was drawn towards the mast drivers running along the length of the ship. There was a muffled chonk sound as the first shots were released. The lights brightened momentarily, and then the process was repeated. Hammer away. Captain Lawless just hoped that their luck continued. Thor was behind the times, which was how it ended up posted in the astral equivalent of the Hinterland. The newest squids had managed to reinforce their hulls against the mass drivers, forcing humanity into a nerve wracking arms race. Grab pulses ruled the stars now. But Thor hadn't had the chance to retrofit. Still, somehow the hammer always seemed to pull through, defying math and logic. It didn't matter now. There weren't any other options. One warship against a fleet of already was suicide. What did it matter whether the hammer worked? She was risking it all for two frontiersmen without enough sense to not get caught. Zan was going to owe her a long night of drinking after this. The good stuff, cheap jerk that he was, might prefer death. A wisp of a smile came to her face. First hit,' Jacobson called out. "'How'd we do?' Captain Lawless asked. Jacobson turned on his chair and had to look at the captain. A large grin on his face. "'Hammer still knows how to smash.' Lawless pumped her first in victory. Looks like we're in a fight. The small arc of electricity sparked her on a lightning sigil as bolts emblazoned by her command chair. Let's ride the thunder. Cheers broke out. End of story number two. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed. If you did, please consider supporting the author from the link down below. Otherwise, if you wish to support this channel, there are numerous ways to do so, like liking, subscribing, and possibly even becoming a patron. Otherwise, the easiest way would be to share. And until the next video, I hope that you all have a good one, and I'll see you then. Cheers.